everybody. Welcome to this week's edition of Tricky Kid Radio. I'm your host, Roy Turner. We are back from summer vacation. Uh, my co-host is actually still on summer vacation, uh, but he will be returning uh, to join us again next week. So I uh, hope you've missed us. It was a well-deserved uh, time off, I assure you. Uh, again, I'm flying solo this week, but we're going to have a good time. Uh, the show we're bringing you this week is the latest installment in our tribute band series. And the band we're going to be profiling this week is going to be Strange Love, which is probably one of, if not the world's best, tribute to Depeche Mode. And uh, featuring Julian Shaw Taylor, who's in a bunch of bunch of great bands and a bunch of other different tribute bands. He has his own solo project. Uh, Julian and I actually didn't realize how well we knew each other. We um, uh, I ran into him when I was doing the, uh, we were at Jack's Throwback, which is a the tribute band uh, series uh, with like, like an all day festival. And it was a band playing called The Band That Fell to Earth. And obviously, you know, David Bowie reference. And I was very excited to see that. And I was walking backstage and I was coming up, getting ready for the show. Uh, and it was unbelievable. There were, my friends in Back in Black, obviously an ACDC tribute band were playing in the main hall and I was thinking, oh, you know, I'll just I'll just check out this band for a couple of songs. Like I just couldn't believe that somebody was so uh, confident and, and bold as you were to to want to take on David Bowie. And I walk in, and then here's this guy in the mustard suit. He's got the hair, and uh, they let it rip, and it was fantastic. It was easily one of the best tribute acts I've, I've ever seen of any genre. So I was like, man, I really need to. Really want to talk to this guy. I really want to get him on the on the on the show, and, uh, and then come to find out, he's also in this band Strange Love, who actually I had seen before about a year ago. That are unbelievably great, fantastic. And so, but then we found out that he used to be in a band, and we were on the same tour. And back when I was touring with Peaches back in two thousand and seven, two thousand and eight. And anyway, Julian's a great, great guy, and we had such a great time. Um, we found out that Strange Love was coming to town in a few weeks. So I was like, hey, you know, it looks like I'm going to get my wish early. So uh, anyway, so great to have Julian on uh, on the show. We're going to talk about uh, band Strange Love. We have some of the other guys in Strange Love that are going to be joining us at the end as well. Uh, his All his other different musical uh, endeavors, including uh, his own original band uh, called The Singularity. We're going to be playing some, some tracks from that. Talking about what life is like in a tribute band, um, you know, just life as a musician, just trying to trying to make the hustle work. Uh, anyway, and so before we get to that, I, usually I do it in the middle of the show, but for this week, I'm going to go ahead and uh, I want to tell you all about our, our great sponsors and tell you about some stuff going on, and then we're going to jump right in with Julian. Uh, the first thing I wanted to tell you about is drinkwiththelivingdead.com. Mike Wilson is uh, an amazing uh, creative guy. He, uh, his company, DrinkWithTheLivingDead.com, and his and his crew and his staff, they make these amazing etched glass things. I know you've seen them. If you've ever seen the Metallica Pusshead or uh, Rob Zombie, you know, drinking glasses and that kind of stuff, whatever, it came from Drink With The Living Dead. Drink With The Living Dead. So give them a, give them a. a Check them out, man. They're great. They're awesome. Got a lot of great products. A lot of bands out there that want to have a good quality product and they want to 
commissions, you know, a good reliable company to, uh, you know, to give them a good product. I couldn't recommend uh, these guys uh, anymore. So again, check out drinkwiththelivingdead.com. Next up, of course, as you know, uh, my foray into professional wrestling is off and running. Uh, I've done two major events now with IHWE, and I'm proud to tell you about the next event. Anybody that knows me knows that I love wrestling and knows that I love the 80s. And so we're actually doing an event September the 18th, once again, uh, in Crowley, Texas, uh, at the Crowley Rec Center there, um, called very simply Back to the 80s. We're going to have a some, some great wrestlers, some great legends from the 1980s, but we're going to have a whole theme thing. Um, everybody's going to be in 80s garb. We're going to have old school video game setups. And again, as always, our events are always all ages for, for families, for, for kids. Please bring your entire family. I know different promotions uh, have different uh, styles of how they present their product and I, I support all of it. All of it has a different place, but uh, with us at HWE, it is all about families and, and kids. And we want to, we couldn't stress that enough. We wanted to thank all the, uh, the families and, and the people that came out to support us a few weeks ago at our United We Stand event uh, in Fort Worth at the Ridgely Theater. We had a great night that was benefiting uh, the families of the police officers that were unfortunately uh, had lost their lives in a, in a very senseless uh, tragedy that happened over the summer. Uh, you know, hostile times uh, right now. And so we were just trying to give some, some peace and also some financial relief um, to those families. And so we wanted to thank everybody that joined us. But man, we're going to have a great time. Uh, so many great, great wrestlers. Jessica James is going to be there. Uh, Chrissy James, Charlie Haas, Rodney Mack, uh, a great 80s thing. Uh, I'm probably going to be wearing parachute pants and doing my best to look like Joe Elliott from the uh, photograph video. Uh, so it's a so come on out and, uh, and check us out. Uh, one other great event coming up. It's a little bit further down the line. Um, I know that summer is just now kind of wrapping up here, but already gearing up for Halloween. And uh, every year, this great collective uh, out in Denton, Texas, called Do Four Records, which has a great roster of bands uh, like The Spectacle and uh, The Shaolin Death Squad, The House for Conan, redefine a lot of a lot of these these uh, a lot of great great bands and every year um they do this thing where on halloween they'll perform an entire set as another band and this is actually how i got introduced to them because of uh, you know, the work that i've done with ween uh somebody was like hey you need to go check this out one of the bands is going to be doing ween and i went out there and uh, had one of the best times and it's become something that uh, I look forward to being able to, to check out whenever, if I'm in town every single year. And so this year might, you know, I don't know, man, there's been some great lineups, but this, this year in terms of my taste may be the, the best yet. Uh, speaking of Shaolin, they're going to be doing an entire Faith No More set, uh, which is awesome. Uh, and then speaking of, you know, bands that I've toured with and, uh, and uh, have, 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 have worked with over the years is, of course, Maryland's Finest Clutch. So uh, In Memory of Man is going to be doing an entire clutch set and actually have asked me to get up there and uh, do a little something. So uh, that's going to be awesome. I'm really looking forward to it. Uh, just as a fan to be able to hear uh, Faith No More in a clutch set in the same night. Uh, there's going to be a set from, uh, from, from Green Day. Uh, I'm trying to think. Uh, lots, of great, lots of great stuff. 
and uh, the band Redefined is going to be doing an entire set of Depeche Mode. So it's not going to be just, you know, just the heavy stuff. Uh, I remember one year I said so they did Ween, they did uh, Weird Al one year, which was so fantastic. So, uh, so yeah, so come check it out. It's going to be actually going to be two shows. October the 28th is going to be the one in Denton at the Abbey Underground. And then on October the 29th is going to be in Dallas, Texas at Deep Ellum at the Curtain Club. Come check out Do Fort Records Halloween. It's going to be awesome, man. We're going to have a great time. Uh, and speaking of the Pesh Mode, uh, like I said, we, we were talking earlier. I was talking earlier about uh, Julian uh, Shaw Taylor is in this great Depeche Mode tribute band called Strange Love, and uh, I had the uh, the great uh, privilege of having him on, and uh, we had a great time, great seeing Strange Love, and just had a great conversation. Uh, he's a great guy, and we were able to kind of talk about uh, you know just music and life and laugh and uh, you know the struggles of being in an original band and maybe the benefits of being in a tribute band. Uh, and that's the kind of the idea that I wanted to analyze in this installment. You know, we've we've gone through a lot of uh, a lot of the different questions of like, you know, what kind of band do you choose? Is it based upon talent or taste? So this time we're just going to, you know, talk about uh, how it can benefit you uh, because now you what was once a novelty. Now uh, you look at a lot of clubs. A lot of clubs are booking these tribute bands almost exclusively. So it's almost tough to get a gig as an original band so it's almost like if you want to be a working musician you almost have to be and, and you know some would disagree with that and i'm not sure that i entirely agree with it but it's just it's a, it's a fun idea to explore and julian and i had a great time uh doing exactly that so anyway one, once again I want to thank all of our great sponsors um i'm eager to bring you uh this week's show I want to remind everybody uh to check us out at uh, tricky-kid.com on the web there and you can go to Facebook, uh, like our, our page there, which is just Tricky Kid Radio Podcast. If you haven't already subscribed, hey man, it's free. Go to iTunes, just type in Tricky Kid Radio Podcast. It's free to stream, subscribe, download, whatever you want to do. If you're not on iTunes, uh, there is an Android app uh, where you can get it. And hey, just again, just go to our website, tricky-kid.com. And that's T-R-I-C-K-Y and just a little hyphen there and K-I-D.com. And uh, you can you know, download it, stream it. Lots of great pictures uh, from the show and from the interview and just uh, a lot, lot of extra stuff there you can check out. And, and hey, I said jump on Twitter. Uh, we're there um, at Tricky Kid and the number two. So anyway, without any further ado, I bring you this week's guest, Julian Shaw Taylor and the guys in Strange Love, the world's greatest tribute to Depeche Mode. Hey, hey, so this week I'm here with Julian Shaw Taylor. Uh, currently residing in Los Angeles, originally from uh, Leeds in England, but I was uh, living in London for a long time. Julian, welcome to Tricky Kid Radio. Thank you very much, Roy. It's lovely to be here. Uh, here's, I met, I, we met uh, briefly, where I got exposed to you was a few months ago, uh, there was a tribute band festival uh, in Dallas, Texas. Jack FM's throwback. That, that's correct. Uh, and we are actually currently uh, backstage at the uh, Gas Monkey Live here in Dallas, where uh, another band that you performed with, the Depeche Mode tribute band, Strange Love, Strange Love is performing tonight. Uh, but where I got turned on to you was, again, at Jack's throwback, you were performing uh, as David Bowie in a David Bowie tribute band called The Band That Felt to Earth. And that 
killed. Killed, killed, killed. Uh, listeners of the show know that I've actually been kind of talking about that show and kind of raving about it. And uh, fans of the website, of course, that go to uh, tricky-kid.com can read that I did a fun little uh, score scorecard for that thing just to have fun with it. Very, very fun. Uh, and, well, yeah, so my friends were back in black. Like, I wish I could tell you that you just nothing, but you just everything. Like, 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 
just was I would have been so angry if I had seen that on YouTube later, knowing that I was in the building and did not see that. And the part there too, like dressed as the China girl, but kind of reminded me almost like just like like Johnny Ramon. So So what I wanted to mention also was, okay, we're also fans of the gym that we had this ongoing series about that we were in. I'm in Jamie Hot, and most of us are right now actually on a film that I've been shooting for a year, because I'm fascinated by it. Uh, and we have we've tackled a lot of different aspects of it. And what, what we're going to try to tackle this one, well, this one, this one. Right. And then eventually it just sort of 
building the lesson. So anyway, my friend called him George, who was a virus lawyer. What we're here for? I'm in contact with friends, with people who play on the street, and this partner. And said, no, you shouldn't tell them about your family back in the state. The biggest movie about agency in the US. Okay, well. And um, so I sent a picture of him in the email. I've had friends of mine, they are absolutely wonderful. We really get on. We have very similar tastes in music. It's, it's crucial. Michael does the Cured. The Cured should be. Okay, singer. Okay. So I sing in the Cured when he comes to the show. Okay. So I sang in Ecuador. I was the singer. Got it. Okay. And then Brent, um, the keyboard player, the Alan Wilder character that they had in Strange Love, left this year in February. Okay. So he said, Would you like to do a depression? Would you like to be the Alan Wilder character? And I was a little bit taken aback, surprised that I was in the right place at the right time. Sure. And of course, Strange Love is established in 10 years. Yeah. I'm doing very, very well. Yeah. And, and I really love the show. So I'm yeah. like, okay, sure, why not? So now there's a, there's a real tie-in with us. So he helps the Bowie band a lot Maybe before I joined the Strange Love band. So it's, it's great. It's a win-win. And I love, love playing all this music. I mean, I, I don't have the opportunity to play more than I play Bowie band. Well, 13 years. And so, when Bowie asked 
Who I just saw a few nights ago, by the way. Monkeys. 50th anniversary. Well, Davy Jones is no longer in the monkey. I, I can't point the monkey. I, 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 I can <laughs> Well, getting back on topic just for a second, one thing I, I wanted to analyze was this. Okay. When we first started doing this, this series that we're, that we're doing, the reason why I was fascinated, I'm going to play devil's advocate here for a second, okay? Is the pros of the concept, okay? And this was from a. That's really a naive perspective, but from an innocent perspective, okay? Was. Wow, this is really cool because what happened was I got invited to go see a tribute band before it was like a thing, like where it was like, you know, primarily if when you look in the clubs, Thank you. 
earlier, somehow I have managed and all these years to never see the first one. I've seen Dave Gahan a couple of times. I've been in, I've been in festivals. I've been in festivals that have catched on this plate and still managed to not see me. I don't know how. So I patronize it. I love it. Okay. And I also, on the other hand, argue for the fact that, okay, if you want to be a working human being, working musician, okay, you can either be in an original band and just do that and make X amount of money, or in this day and age, being in a ripping band or a with permanent ripping band, almost reduces the PC players. Thank you, okay? And, uh, it is. Those, those, I, I don't care. Right. I don't care. But we've had fun. We've had fun with that. Well, we have we have the uh, the John impersonator here to go. Of course not. I, I would know better. I like to have fun with it, but I know. But what I mean is, is that okay, so now not only is this a zesty little enterprise to maintain the important what if you're just you're building the grassroots thing for your original band, but you're not making any money from it, so you're having to work, you know, a job that you hate, that means your morale to create your own individual art. There's a way where you have to be a position and get paid for the things that you love that you now also take so my question to you now, in 2006, we've been doing this for many years now, okay? Is, is it almost now what was once fun and novelty? Is it almost now a requirement to be, if you're at the level where you're trying to build, like you said, all ago, that would never happen again. If you're trying to build a grassroots original band and you want to maintain yourself as a working musician and you and we're excluding trust fund and and drug dealing as a as a or any sort of illegal, you know, uh, neither of which I have been blessed with. <laughs> Touche. Uh, you can get me to that one. Uh, uh, is it almost necessary now to be in one of these bands? And if, and if that's, if that's Would true, you like me to comment on it as an observation or from a personal experience? Uh, from a personal experience. From a personal experience, I make enough money with my own music as film and TV. Because okay. I work on, on um, I place my own songs into various TV shows. Oh, good. Okay. And through licensing. Okay, through licensing. So let's say you don't have that. Well, I do. That's my personal Okay, then, then from it's an observation. Yes, yeah, thank you. <laughs> it makes it easier. For individuals, yeah, if you want to make money making music, being in a good tribute band is a very good way of doing it. The only thing I would say is, from my personal experience, going back to that, is that... And, you know, that is such a a great asset to be able to have. I mean, you being being able to, you know, have that ability to be able to license your songs and everything else. So, which a lot of people, you know, don't have in in that respect. So... Uh, but you know, you being an original performer, uh, using uh, the resource of being in a tribute band to be able to also help you with your uh, original stuff. So that's what I want to do now is I want to play a song uh, for everybody. Uh, your solo program is called The Singularity, which is basically just you in a studio. But man, it sounds like a full band. It's really, really great. 
and I wanted people to be able to hear it. Uh, the first song I'm going to play is a song called Lightning, uh, and it is from Emptiness Inside, which kind of fits the, uh, the new wave gloom and doom, uh, kind of the, the Pesh Mode spirit. So anyway, this is Lightning uh, from The Singularity.
Okay, so that was the singularity, which is fantastic, as you heard. I want everybody to, to tweet at me, uh, go on Twitter, uh, and, and send me a to number two. Tell me what you think about the singularity, because I really, really love that song. Um, and for the question I have for you is, if you're capable of making music at work, and you can also be maintained financially,
if they don't have a major right in a normal radio context. And I feel like that's like the Arcade Fire that I really like to be on the radio. Well, probably the last way for them to be able to have that but it appears that way because the model has changed so much. It's changed drastically. But now, talk to me about your singularity. Talk to me about how long the band put together. Talk to me about the current individuality now, the releases, any sort of live shows that people can see. Talk to me about that. Drummers sometimes I'll work with okay. because I can't play the drums that well. But do you find that it would be difficult for you to continue to be in tribute bands if you didn't have this personal No, I mean, I don't know. I mean, since I have a job, which is 19 months now, my, my ego and narcissism has become secondary relevant. I, I feel like as a narcissist, Yeah, it's very good. I've done a lot of time here. That is one of the most fun times in the world. So, 
I just decided, you know, change it and actually, California is so very different to London in every single way. Yeah. I mean, I, it was either going to be New York, which is basically London with America. Yeah, but LA was the same city, like, Piccadilly Circus, Times Square, right? Yeah, exactly the same city, just, I mean, I love New York, I love London, but LA was, was such a big change, plus the beauty of the space recently, so it's like, I had more opportunity to meet people That's just Machiavellian. Uh, true. You know, I, true. I, don't really, I don't really like that aspect of myself. Have you ever performed as a singularity with a, with a full band or anything? Yeah, yes. Okay. I've had live bands. Um, and and when, when was the last time you, you performed with a singularity? Yeah. yeah. Last time we performed as a band, I mean, we had two piece band iterations very recently, but as a live band, it was Yeah. 
is in one of the licenses at some point for a significant amount that we've already responded As far as I heard a lot of them, I think can hear that album Bandcamp. on Bandcamp. You look at the Singularity Music on Bandcamp, okay. the Singularity Music all one word, um, then you can download it. I have all about it Okay. I have a whole. I, I, have, I have a trove of unreleased stuff which I'm working on right now. There's a new album which might might not be called Bruise the Fruit, which is I've been mixing it over the last yeah, three weeks. It's, okay. It's, it's done, but I need to release. Well, we're that stuff as well, right? Well, let's play another song for the singularity right now. We'll come back with some final thoughts with Julian Shante. Play a uh, another track uh, from the Singularity, uh, Julian. You've got so much music coming out; it's incredible. You guys should go check this out. Go to Bandcamp. Uh, just type in the Singularity. Uh, there's so much stuff there. It's all really, really good. And you said you also have another album uh, almost completed. So there's so much to explore, and even more coming up all the time. So definitely check out the Singularity on Bandcamp. Uh, what I'm going to play for you, um, excuse me. Uh, right now is a song called I Am a Laser. Uh, what a great title, and it's a great song. Uh, and again, this is uh, Julian Shaw Taylor's uh, solo project that he performs as a band. It's his own original thing called The Singularity, which again, you can find uh, on Bandcamp and just go online and, and type it in. Again, this is I Am a Laser. <laughs>
Again, that was the singularity. Great, great, great stuff. And again, people can hear this stuff on Bandcamp, but I want to know how they can find it specifically. Well, you can just singularity music on Bandcamp. Okay. That's the easiest way. It's all on iTunes as well. It's two albums, four albums, four albums. I don't know. Go check that stuff out. Buy it. Get it. It's so good. You can hear stuff in the background of the Kardashians if you watch the Kardashians. You can hear stuff I worked on on a film called Plush. I wrote the three main songs for that, which is Emily Browning singing in the Okay, okay. The film is... Has some great music. <laughs> <laughs> well, I would like to see it live. I would, for me, I, I look forward. Like I said, you know, I'll, I'll be out in LA soon. So hopefully, you guys will have some shows and stuff. Whatever. Tell me when you're coming. Oh, yeah. I can set a show up just for you. You would you really? Yeah, of course. Okay. I, I, I've been offered a shoot. I, I just got in touch with my local promoter in Pasadena. He's really excited to have us play. It's just I have to call when. Well, you have an audience of <laughs> at least of one. Now. Audience of one. Right. Fantastic. Maybe, maybe uh, my wife will come. To you. But. <laughs> But I will announce it on here when that happens, and, and everybody will join me. Uh, also, tweet me in Tricky Kid uh, in number two. Tell me what you think about the singularity. Check out that stuff. Uh, and speaking of live shows, like I said, we're only just a, a few moments away, or about you know uh, maybe one band before, where the Depeche Mode tribute band Strange Love is about. And, I, and we were talking earlier, like I said, uh, about a year ago, I got turned on to Strange Love uh, serendipitously. And uh, just happened to cross the street, and we included them in our coverage. And you read the uh, article about that, which was kind of a one-two punch. That was the, the Jack throwback, and that was how it led to us talking today, correct? Uh, and so, because of that, whatever, I want to I want to bring some some of the other guys from Strange Love uh, into the band. I'd like to introduce Freddie Freddie Morales. He is the best. That I've ever seen, and I've seen the original day. <laughs> <laughs> in my opinion, big shoes to fill my right. Yeah, Freddie. Probably walking in my shoes. Yeah. I was just waiting for that. Uh, Freddie, welcome to the show. Thank you. Um, I was talking about that. You know, I got turned on to you guys in a very serendipitous way just last year. Can you take you know, you guys were playing across the street with like Duran Duran and Billy Idol and yeah. uh, and also the Cured and and me and uh, my then girlfriend we walked across the street and I was even making a joke about it. I was like, I don't know why I had such a negative like initial thing of like, oh man, they're probably not gonna do you know Black <laughs> Celebration right. or like Dead of Night. And I think you guys actually started with Black Celebration that night. Yes, we did. Sure. We did. Yeah. And uh, it's funny, we, uh, a lot of people see us. Sure. Well, what was interesting to me, however, was that really came across. We were talking about this earlier. Was it, when you do a tribute band, it's, just, it's essentially it's live karaoke combined with cosplay. We're the basic, right? Right. Okay. But what you have to accomplish is the suspension of disbelief, and it's, and a lot of bands can accomplish that aesthetically, not often musically, or vice versa. It's very rare, at least in our research, when you can see a band that can bring both. And then for me, it's not just because you were playing my favorite Teshwood song, but for me, I was immediately the suspension of disbelief. Your job is to make that easy on the audience, and I was all in by by the chorus of the first song. 
that's would, that, would you say the definition of success is a pivot gun? Yes, I think so. And people forget that they're actually watching and tricking in and they just get seeped into the whole experience of what we do. And that's what we call we call our ourselves trinity bands, which we are, but it's much more of experience. Sure. It's sure. the whole package. We can bring the whole package. We wear the clothing, we have the full members as and yeah, that, done well, yeah, right, right. Well. well, we're fans ourselves, so it's like that. Well, I was gonna say was was it the fandom for me really came across instead of being like, hey, we're gonna start a journey tribute band because it casts the widest net and we know that we can play the biggest things, but but yet, you know, I, I you know you you wouldn't be able to tell. Which member is which? With, with you guys, I was like, that's Dave, that's Mark. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So great stuff. Yeah, yeah. we are. Yeah, we all play the roles. We all, we all master our, our own roles, like, especially myself. I mean, I, I watch Dave. I watch Danny Daniels all the time. It's it's a kind of continuous uh, uh, training for me. Just because Dave's got such an amazing uh, front stage appearance and deliverance that I want to capture all of that. I think now, in these past three years, I've got Dave down to one right big guy I feel confident enough to like really just be in that role. Sure, sure. Yeah. You kind of, so, for me, tell me this then. Whenever you're on stage, what, from the, the responsibility of being of performing to actually enjoying to the point where you become the character? Talk about that transition. Well, it all starts. It all starts in the dressing room. <laughs> yeah, you know, I have to. Where like, we are now. Yeah, right? I, I, you know, I, I have to have like my break away from the band for a while and get myself. It's just when I see like the crowd was going to be here about tonight. So when I see that, I kind of just you know start getting myself to squirt them back out. Yeah, you know, I start to my my outfit together. Yeah, bring my hair back as soon as you know, we're out there, the first track Yeah. And do you, when you're watching the audience, when you can tell, you can tell when they're believing. Yeah. Talk about that. Well, when they're singing, just looking, and just kind of just looking at me. Around but you can see that that change of the face, yes, right? At first, you know, at first I get that first like let's see what's going to sure the music comes in the yes so we talked about that before earlier on another episode where a lot of people don't entertain the idea that a tribute band has you know for an original band you know there's pros and cons of both of course where might be like hey let's give these guys a chance whereas with a tribute band they already have a vested thing with it where they're like okay buddy do not screw this up. No, I mean, that's, that's for us all the time. I mean, go on stage and like, look into us, look at And you can see that difference. Yes. You can see the, con- the, the conversion. Yeah, right. <laughs> right. I enjoy it. And that's got to be satisfying. Oh, it's yeah. definitely. For me, it's very, yeah. I enjoy when people are just now, they get sunk into our show and they're singing the song and jumping into the band and having a good time. They're ready for the next two hours. Yeah. So no, no, sorry. Like, the song is getting ready to Fantastic. We take it from the ears. It's not just the audience. It's not and that's what I was going to say too with one thing I never heard about Train Club was that, you know, it's kind of undertaking and taking on intentional because they've had a long career with different aspects. And, uh, 
the uh, and so I was like, that's so cool that you guys were able to do that very cohesively instead of just like one specific thing. Because sometimes when a when a when a band I've seen takes on a band and had a long career, they tend to kind of focus on one aspect of it or what's even the easiest or what we remember. I want to bring in another member of the Pesh Mode who also Brett, welcome. Hi. And Brett. And it's Brett picking up Brett, your role in Strange Love. Uh, well, I wear many hats. I probably call myself music director, but I, I play Mark Moore on stage. That's right. That's that right. Yeah. Well, first of all, welcome to the show. Thank you guys so much. And I'm, I'm so excited to finally get to see you guys again after it's been, it's been a long year. I only, only saw the one show, you know. Uh, the reason why I also want to bring you on because, like you said, um, for the patron, your role would be Martin Gore. But there's so much more that you do not only with this band, but as the tribute band phenomenon as a whole. Talk about that a little bit. All right. Well, with this band, uh, I'm a music director, and I, I build the backing track production largely. I think all of us contribute in some way now, but certainly at the inception of the project, it was mostly my band in terms of. Uh, production and reproducing those sounds, collecting vintage scents and, and samplers, and uh, you know, to that end, we've been very fortunate that Alan Wilder even uh, provided us with some of the original emulator sound banks that uh, wow. were straight from the master tapes. That's validation right there. It you know. is extremely so. We, we were very flattered that that was the case, and uh, that, that's really... It's, it's sonically evident immediately sure. that it's not just this a similar sound. Because those weren't stock patches, it's them beating on pots and pans and recordings that they made themselves right. field recorders. So it's very difficult to emulate those sorts of things. Well, I would imagine that there would be a certain curriculum uh, before Alan Wilder would be willing to, to you know, supply that. Has right. he ever actually seen the band like, like live other than maybe a YouTube clip? He is not, although uh, Martin sent his assistant uh, to one of our shows and videotaped the entire thing and he's watched the entire show. He hasn't been physically present on the show, though. Right. He's not. We've worked on trying to make that happen a couple of times. He's expressing interest in doing so. Fantastic. I think that'll happen eventually. It's just a matter of he did that earlier as well so it's all good it, it, it's, it's tradition here at Tricky Kid Radio so uh, but now talk a little bit about you have you also run uh, probably one of if not the largest uh, tribute band booking magic companies uh, in the country if not the world that's correct and that it is the largest in the world and certainly by volume um, it's an agency called Music Zirconia that is tribute band which focused. is very clever it's the name Cuban Zirconia I, I, right. I, I see what you did yes <laughs> and uh, I'm I helm that company the co-principal of mine is Robert Smith in a Cure Tribute and we created this company it was by necessity it was pretty much a grassroots organic outgrowth of trying to book our own bands and the few existing entities that were out there just, just did such a shoddy job that we knew we could do better I came from a record label background worked, worked with agencies and artist management right. for Platinum Max back when there were records that's my background as well yeah. back, back when that yes. it still existed I can, I can really yeah. sure. um, so regardless of the nature of the music that I was involved with in the past uh, in that capacity it poured it over to tribute bands in terms of you know correct tour routing and 
you know, working the mechanics and logistics of, of, of all of that process. And we quickly found that we quickly found that we did a better quickly found that we did a better job of that than the agents that were uh, you know hired on our behalf to do so. Uh, you know, we had Swiss cheese routed tours and all <laughs> sure. that. And, you know, and I've been on those tours too. <laughs> and so so we uh, just simply branded an agency and you know started with our own bands and quickly our friends noticed that we're in other tribute bands uh, of quality and that's right. something else that was missing. A lot of these people would book anything that you know, they put on a shoddy wig and look, I got a top hat, I, I right. slashed. And, and it's like a, like a, a birthday being, party, right? You know, us they, being discerning musicians, uh, you know, we, we initially only would start working with bands of a certain quality, and I think that that reputation has preceded us, and that that's really helped us grow to what we are now. We, right now, uh, we've got over 1,300 bands across the world on our roster. Wow. About 200 that we work with regularly. And I've had a personal hand in staffing, developing, music directing, production. We've uh, got about 40 bands that have been a bit Beatle sure. capacity, which has been great. Sort of, you know, Simon Cowell meets George Martin, the Beatles. And I love that because then I can dip my hand in it uh, just for a short time right. without having to commit to a, a playing live schedule and another costume and, sure. and another, you know, just involved in that role of the damage. But for example, there wasn't uh, an ELO tribute in North America. So we built one. Yeah, we worked, worked, a lot, right? worked up screen charts and all the rest, and, you know, auditioned and staff people. And it, it, uh, it sounded so great. Uh, Jeff Lynn got landed on the Grammys last year. He used the string section from our band because he didn't have his new oh, ELO together again. So he actually used our ELO string section that's fantastic. Which is, again, more validation from the individual. Right, exactly. That happens quite a bit with a lot of our bands. Because um, it's, a, it's, a, it's a resource thing. It's, it certainly it's is. It's a resource. Um, we become sort of a black book that an original artist call, like, uh, you know, turn uh, the cars. They, they, their drummer fell ill. They were playing with, like, Red Rocks in Denver. So they bring up, hey, uh, Heartbeat City, let's get yeah. your drummer for the night. Okay. And there are plenty of... You know, studio musicians and all that, uh, you know, can certainly whip out the parts and all that, but I think what the, the people that we house in our stable bring to the table is they have this exact guitar effect pedal, this exact cable, sure, sure, Jimmy sure. Page used this gauge string, the, the right, that, right. that level of detail and then just get hyper meticulous attention to all performance nuances that a studio session musician might not have. Sure. Well, where can they, they find your company online as well as Strange Love? Right. Uh, the agency is mctributebands.com. Music uh, Zirconia is the company name. Just Google that. And Strange Love is uh, depeshtribute.com. Okay. And we're, we're all over social media as well. Music uh, Zirconia is just uh, on Instagram and Twitter. We're just uh, tribute bands. At Tribute Band, which is we grabbed that. that. That says it all. <laughs> that, that, yeah, I mean, it's just, you were already there at the forefront. And, you know, again, early, like I said, I, I, I'm uh, uh, currently uh, filming uh, a, uh, a documentary about the Tribute Band phenomenon. So you and I, of course, will be sitting down for a much longer interview on camera. I welcome that. Uh, good, good. Thank you. Uh, and, uh, and, uh, and, uh, and, uh, and, uh, sooner, but uh, later, but sooner than later, 
uh, I think, uh, for sure. Uh, so again, check out Strange Love. Like I said, I, I could, I was so, ex- you know, uh, I said, I, I don't know why I walked in with such a cynical thing, and we talked about this, and I was a convert by the, by the chorus of the first song. So, uh, so this, this plant, this, this proves to be a, uh, and, uh, to be a great show tonight. Um, now, one of the other, now, are you personally, you're in some other Currently, I'm in one of the projects. Uh, as you can guess, the, the band we're tributing by the name, our, our tribute name is Beers for Tears. Okay. <laughs> I, I, I always always like it whenever like the bands like we talk about what goes into deciding the name, what goes into deciding which band you choose. It's like, is it going to be something kind of tongue in cheek or quirky, something you remember, clever, or is it the name of like some obscure B side? Right. You know what I mean? Well, uh, oftentimes. People of the level of fandom that uh, are best suited to being in tribute bands, uh, since they're diehard fans, they, they don't often see the forest for the trees, and they'll they'll try to name them, themselves after some German import green vinyl B-side, <laughs> right, right, which right. is shooting themselves in the foot commercially because of course, because plenty of people don't even know what band they're tributing. In, in the, yeah, the name on the market. It's like it's like Orange Door Hinge. Oh, we're a Pearl Jam cover band, like or something. You know what I mean? Well, thank you guys so much for joining me this week. Thank you. Uh, it's awesome. I'm so looking forward to the show. Yeah, thank you for coming out. Here. We'll be in touch, and tonight's gonna be amazing. Tonight is gonna be amazing. Uh, also on Twitter, tell me like if you're at the show tonight, uh, if you're at the Gas Monkey Live in Dallas, or if you're at some other shows, tweet at me at Tricky Kid Number Two. Tell me if you've seen Strange Love. Tell me what you thought about the band. Uh, tell me who your favorite tribute band is that I haven't seen that I should check out. They're probably under Brett's label in uh, some capacity. Uh, but regardless, strange love tonight in Dallas. Thank you guys so much. Thank you. And once again, Julian Shaw Taylor. Uh, this is the Singularity, Strange Love, who we just talked with a couple of those guys. Uh, once again, I want to thank. Julian Shaw Taylor, the guys from Strange Love, for joining us this week. Um, great, great time. Great stuff. Uh, this is a great series that we're doing. Um, excited for you guys to see some of the other bands um, also that we're going to be featuring and then some of the ones we've already featured in the past. Uh, go to trickykid.com, the website. It's www.tricky-kid.com. Tell me what you think about this week's episode. You also can tweet at us, uh, just the at symbol and tricky kid and the number two. Uh, if you're on iTunes, uh, this is, of course, this is free to download, stream, um, any way you want to do it. If you're not on iTunes, uh, there's an Android app that you can also be able to get it. Or just go to our, again, go to our website. You can stream it from there. It's going to be a lot, a lot more pictures you can look at uh, from the performance of the night of the show and much more information. And had such a great time with those guys. And again, really want to thank Julian um, uh, for coming on and, and also. Uh, well, welcome to you guys in, in Strange Love for joining us there. Uh, again, Julian's in another uh, band called uh, the uh, the band that fell to earth. Obviously, a David Bowie uh, reference, and I that's actually how he and I actually met, as we discussed earlier. But because I saw them, it can just completely totally blew me away. So I look forward to whenever we can maybe can do a full David Bowie thing coming up. But uh, anyway, uh, more exciting stuff coming down the line here. Again, check us out uh, on Facebook and on Twitter and our own website at tricky-kid.com. And hey, we'll see you next week.